Voice of Fintech. Welcome to Voice of Fintech, a podcast mapping out the Swiss and global fintech scene, connecting fintech enthusiasts with startups, incubators, accelerators, business angels and VCs, and incumbents interested in partnerships. Voice of Fintech will help you navigate the fintech ecosystem. Here you can listen to the startup founder stories, what investors and incumbents are looking for when dealing with startups, and find out more about resources provided by incubators and accelerators. My name is Rudy Fallad and I'll be hosting this podcast. Hello and welcome to Voice of Fintech. Today we're going to travel to London and we're going to talk about automating compliance and making compliance easy for you, leveraging technologies such as AI and everything that is related to it, such as NLP, etc. So I know it may sound too good to be true, but that's what Rohini does. And that's why we will talk to her today to find out more how it can be done efficiently and easily, as I mentioned. So thank you very much for joining us, Rohini. How are you today? Very good. Thanks, Rudy. How are you doing? Great stuff. So tell us, how did you get to do what you do today? Because some of these technologies were not fully developed 10, 15 years ago, right? Correct. Yes. Throughout most of my sort of 15-year career, I've been working with regulations and regulatory compliance. And again, throughout all I did, it was always such a manual process whereby I had to copy and paste information from the internet, try to structure it in some way, keep an audit trail of what I was doing, disseminate the information. It was all so time consuming and manual. And as I was doing it, I always thought, gosh, tech could play such an important role here in terms of automating some of these really kind of labor intensive processes. So I can actually get to do the more interesting stuff of just understanding the rules and doing the actions that need to be done to comply with them. So we got to the table with my co-founder, Amit Madahar, who's the technology officer, and we built a little prototype of how tech could work in doing some of the things that I wanted to do. And we took it around to some conferences with some banks and some financial institutions, got some really good reception, but most importantly, got a lot of really useful feedback. So we went back to the drawing board, further built out our product, and it took it a few more of our current clients. They really liked it. They could see our vision. They understood it. And essentially, that's brought Finregi to what it is today. I see. So sounds great. Uh, prototyping, experimenting, getting feedback before you dish out a lot of money and realize nobody wants to use it, right? No, indeed. So, we were very lucky to have some wonderful sort of feedback and clients. Fantastic. So let's be a bit more specific. What is the problem that Finragis is solving and why is it worth solving as well? And a lot of people or a lot of problems in this world, unfortunately, not all of them are economically viable to be sorted. Yeah, sure. Finragis' mission And our mission statement is to make financial regulation easy. Now, why is it difficult without Finregi? Regulation is like highly scattered and really unstructured data. So for a human, it takes a lot of time to identify all the rules that that apply to you as an institution and how you need to what you need to do to comply with them. You have to Google, you have to hunt the web to find exactly the information that you need. And once you've identified, you spend a lot of time kind of copying and pasting it and structuring it and understanding it and working with it. So for a single regulatory publication to process it as a human being, it takes anything about between 10 minutes to an hour to process that piece of regulation. Finregi cuts that time down to almost a minute. And that's why it's worth solving, because we 
aim to increase productivity, efficiency, and also really focus on actually doing some of the real work in understanding regulations and rules and working with them and performing the actions, as opposed to spending majority of the time just collecting information and getting it in a place where you can really work with it. Also, one of the reasons what we do what we do is because we aim to significantly reduce regulatory and compliance risk. Once you have all the information that you need to know in a single place, then it's obviously much more easier for you to be able to demonstrate that you know the information that you need to know and also work with it to record all your actions. So the key benefits of your solutions are of your solution are cutting the time to arrive at the decision and ideally avoiding errors as well. So am I right? Yeah, that's right. And yeah. also, most importantly, not knowing your regulations, not complying with them properly has significant reputational and monetary consequences. We know that from fines that financial institutions are always exposed to. So we really aim to reduce that risk too. However, let me push you on this a little bit because there are many companies in this world that say that they are data-driven, right? There are many companies who say we leverage AI, this and that. When you look under the hood, we're talking about supervised machine learning, working on data that's been cleansed and prepared over a number of days, and then you only use limited use cases. But unstructured data, that's a next level of difficulty. So tell me, how are you able to actually leverage unstructured data? Because that's really not easy in the business context. A lot of people would love to do it, but I know it's a next level of uh, challenge. No, absolutely. Uh, we use a lot of techniques such as uh, web monitoring to basically gather data and get it in one place. And then it's mainly my tech team who's very good at uh, working with machine learning techniques to be able to structure the data, to be able to tag the data, to identify themes and topics so that when you look at it, you can understand exactly what this kind of data is talking about and where it fits in, in the whole sort of universe of compliance. And then we also use a lot of machine learning and natural language processing to pull out the key sort of requirements, the key summaries, the key actions that laws and regulations are talking about. That's a huge sort of effort cut down in terms of doing it without machine learning versus doing it with machine learning. But it sounds like because you work with compliance topics that the documents are scattered all around the place. But once you look at that document, that's pretty structured, right? The regulator will write it always in the same way. Right. Yes and no. Even within a particular regulator, they seem to change things. So things keep changing and evolving. And that's one of the frustrations that we're dealing with in that a simple example. Regulations that were issued five years ago sometimes just disappear. You're unable to go back and retrieve them when you know they're being talked about in terms of being changed five years later. Once we have that in our system and you've done an action against it, it's fully audited and you can always go back to what was in the past and how it's changed in the present. And that's one of the benefits, again, that we bring within our platform. I see. All right. All right. You started talking about experimenting and getting feedback from your clients. So who are your key clients now? Are these only banks or also other participants in the financial services? We deal with all kinds of institutions in financial services. So banks, wealth managers, insurance companies. We also have clients that are other regulatory technology vendors like us. We help them as well. We partner with them. And increasingly, we've started working with governments as they are looking to adopt and embrace machine learning, AI, natural language processing. You will see that there's a myriad of sort of projects out there where governments are pushing to adopt this. 
So that's opened up an opportunity for us because we've already done a lot of groundwork. So we've started working with some governments as well. I see. All right, let's press on because automation sounds very appealing, of course. Nobody wants to do routine tasks. Nobody wants to make a mistake and miss something. But the good old compliance saying says that you can outsource the work, but you cannot outsource the responsibility. So what is the role of humans in all this? If your algorithm misses something, who will the manager blame, the algorithm or the compliance officer using it? Yeah, that's a very good question. One that we get asked on almost all our contracts. So firstly, in terms of the role of humans in using Finregi, humans are very key in using our platform. Finregi, as I said, brings all the data and and the regulation that you need to know in one single place. We aim to be a one-stop shop in terms of access to regulatory and legal information. But the task of understanding the data, performing the actions against the data, and also recording those actions and keeping everything up to date is still the role of the human. So what we've done is we've really honed in to the key responsibilities of what a human compliance officer needs to do and allowed them to focus more on where they value add versus performing some of those really manual tasks. And in terms of missing things, of course, it is an algorithm. There's always a risk, but it is still far more accurate and it's proven to be far more accurate than what our clients were getting from a manual process versus what they're getting now. We can cover a lot more data a lot more quickly. You said unstructured data and there's a time delay in getting it. We do everything continuously in real time. And an algorithm can have algorithms that are built on it, as well as checks from people to show you when something doesn't work. When there's an error, you get an error code. Whereas from a human perspective, when you're looking at a web page and you're trying to absorb so much unstructured information, it's very easy to miss things. Whereas we won't miss anything because everything is being captured. And if something's not being captured because something is breaking, we get an error code saying that something's broken. We're able to react far more faster than the six months time lag that that we've experienced in terms of customers finding out that they've made a mistake. All right, I got it. But since you mentioned the contracts, maybe you can give us a bit of a glimpse of how is it dealt there? How do you deal with liability? So do you say that we're only liable to the amount of the fees that you're paying us, dear client, and above that you need to insure yourself or how does that work? So it works in a variety of ways. I think our customers are very understanding in the sense that every process has a risk of missing things. In our contracts, there's never a a kind of clause which says if you miss something, then you're going to be liable. Our contracts are very standard contracts in general with like the sort of most general kind of clauses of if we make a mistake in terms of anything, in terms of the service we're providing, then we are liable. But it's a pretty small liability because at the end of the day, as we said, we are helping to make the job of compliance easier. We're not doing the job of compliance. Our liability isn't that high. Okay. So then you insure yourself at the other end. Yes, of course. Absolutely. All right. Okay. So is your primary angle the technology or the compliance knowledge or both? It's both. And that's Finregi's niche. We have combined compliance knowledge with tech, and this is really our unique selling point, our USP. Many of our competitors are predominantly driven by tech, 
And often their tech doesn't capture the full compliance process, which is what we find in feedback when we go through a competitive process of being chosen as a vendor. And also uh, many of them also lack the knowledge of how compliance works on the ground. So sometimes they might have built something that is wonderful and beautiful and looks nice, but practically it requires the client to change their process dramatically, or it doesn't quite work to fit in everything that the client wants. So they still end up doing a process outside of the system than in the system. What we've found from our feedback and from all our sort of clients that are using us is one of the main reasons they choose FinReg is because we really thought about it in terms of how compliance works on the ground. And we've built that into our platform in terms of everything that we offer. All right. So who at your company then reads all these rules and regulations manually? It's the machine learning and natural language processing within our system. Okay. Nobody's really reading the rules, but what we're doing is we're capturing the rules and we're giving a lot of machine learning and NLP tools, which we are, which are exposed in our platform to our clients to be able to help them to read the rules, understand what are the topics under the rules, summarize them in a way which is like non-legal language and identify some of the key words or the key points or the key actions that are being talked about within a, a particular set of text. All right. So let's dive into this a little bit more. When it comes to technology, you already mentioned that you use algorithms to crawl the web, basically find out all the information, turn it into structured, so to speak, using NLP, etc. What is the core of your technology approach? Is this NLP or automation? Or again, it's a bundling of all these things. And also, maybe if you can paint a picture, how does it look like from a client's perspective? If I come to the office do I log into a website or is there an app or how does that work? Yeah, sure. The core of our solution is natural language processing and natural language processing effectively on legal texts. It's what we've been doing over the past three years and have successfully achieved it, given our software is being used by many of our clients today. What does a typical day look like? So Finregi is a SaaS-based platform. We, are, we use cloud technology and each client has their own Finregi app within which they log into. And as they log into it, they've set it up before, before they, they get the platform to see exactly the information that they want to see. They've applied filters to it. They've customized and built their own libraries of regulations, exactly what they want to see. And every single day, they're seeing the most freshest information when they're logging into it. And it shows them exactly what has been actioned and what is unactioned and what needs to be actioned by them in terms of their task this week or the day that they log in. And yeah. yeah, and it gives them a nice list of data, which they look through, they read through, they can perform actions in terms of whether it applies to them or not, and also record all their actions in terms of what they're going to do with the information that they're presented. I see. All right. So one more follow-up question on this. How does the search work within your environment? So for example, we are all spoiled by Google, right? Then you can ask questions like you would ask a human. It's full sentences, etc. But if you were to do it on, say, an older platform like LinkedIn, it's not going to work, right? So it looks more like the first attempts at digitizing the legal environment, legal documents, where you had even a CD-ROM and then you had to search for a particular word and then you may, be, you may find something, right? If I want to know about liquidity rules about banks of a certain size in the UK, can I just type in a sentence like show me all the rules or how does that work? Yep, absolutely. There's two parts to our system. Number one is showing you the regulations that relate to liquidity. So what is live today as a piece of law that you need to know. And number two is showing you all the news that has happened in the past or that is currently happening in terms of changing 
or talking about issues related to liquidity or changing the rules related to liquidity. The beauty of structuring information is you can you have information in a very rich metadata and that metadata can basically be searched. So it can be searched based on keywords. It can be searched based on a combination of keywords. And something that we've built in Finregi is it can be searched using semantic NLP-based searches. So when you're talking about liquidity, liquidity is obviously a subset of a greater part of rules, such as the capital requirements or the prudential rules. So it will not only show you just liquidity, but it will show you in the context in which liquidity is being talked about in some of the other surrounding areas of regulation as well. And all of these rules are updated automatically, I would have thought, right? Correct, correct. Yes. So that's, again, our USP is keeping the news and publications around regulations completely up to date in our platform, as well as keeping the rules themselves up to date within our platform. All right. And, uh, you know, big companies, maybe uh, you've seen this before, but when there is a new person coming in, they may want to do like a review of what's going on there. Because if they find something, they can blame it easily on a predecessor, right? So you <laughs> imagine that you're a compliance officer, you come to a new bank, and I would like, and you would like to use Finregi to tell me that we are compliant with all these rules. Can Finregi give me at least an initial shot about, okay, yes, you're compliant, or please follow up on these topics, because if you compare your policies and the regulations, there is a question mark. Absolutely. So a lot of the projects that we've taken on recently is about finding gaps in our clients' uh, current compliance environment. So one of the things that we've developed here is we can take the data, the internal policies and controls data of a client. We can get a direction from them in terms of the universe of rules that apply to them and against which those policies and controls have been written. And we can apply NLP to basically find matches in terms of where against the rules their existing policies are compliant and against the rules where the rules have a requirement and we couldn't find a match in their policies, which could indicate a potential sign of a gap. And the result of it is just giving our clients a report of compliance versus gaps. And it gives them a very good starting point in a very quick time and turnaround in understanding exactly where they need to dive into deeper in terms of gaps. Wonderful. But when you look at the incumbents in those positions, how do you find adoption and training with your clients, right? Are people worried about their jobs, whether it's because of the automation or because you do find gaps that nobody else found before, so they could be blamed for this? Or how is it going with adopting of this new technology in compliance setting? Yeah, I have to say the emergence of ChatGPT has certainly made it a lot more easier to adopt our tech than before. So it's never been a case of we've been called in because somebody hasn't been doing their job properly and their job's on the line. We've typically been called in because the jobs have been done. It was very painful. And there's still no kind of, because you're dealing with reams and reams of textual data, there is still no way of of identifying easily what's been missed and how something has been interpreted by one person versus another. Uh, NLP, on the other hand, it's it's unbiased. So it will basically give you the results in a standardized kind of way in which it's programmed. And there's no sort of human bias in it. They've been using it more as a supporting tool to help them comply better, to check what they've done versus what a machine would tell them, as opposed to more of a firing mechanism of you didn't do their job properly, so we're bringing you in here. A lot of the oh. times, Finregi is also called in where a problem has been found. 
And instead of working with Excel and uh, working with Word and over email, you basically solve the problem and getting all this data in a single place and recording actions against it. They want a more automated, a more efficient process to be able to record it. Something that's also evolutionary in the sense of once the work is done, it can be kept up to date as opposed to a stale spreadsheet, which the data that put, that's put in it today is probably stale tomorrow because the regulations have changed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. How does the interoperability look like for your software? Yeah, Nergi is a completely API-based solution. Everything that we have in terms of the data and the way it's structured is can be called on by API. So making interoperability really possible. And a lot of the times, and more recently so, we've been asked to conduct projects whereby we are connecting to other sort of financial institution systems, such as governance, risk and compliance solutions and other and other tech solutions that they've got, where certain aspect of regulations and their compliance is sitting within a particular platform for them to be able to perform a task. But they want to hook FinRegi in because and the regulations layer in from FinRegi into that. So absolutely, that's something that's very possible and something that we've done already in FinReggie. But let's say I'm an auditor as well. So I would like to use your tool in my audit work because we all know that policy is one thing and the reality may be another. So obviously, it's helpful to have a gap report versus, versus the regulations, and that could be good for a compliance review. But then if you want to verify if the bank is following these regulations and the rules, can you use somehow FinRegi as well to help you to look at the underlying transactions that uh, should be governed by the rules, right? Absolutely. Within our existing client base, FinRegi is used by the first line, second line, as well as the third line, which is the audit function. And as you said, it's exactly in the way that you've described that it's used. So we provide the regulations which stipulate what needs to be done. And whether it's in FinReggie or sitting in another system outside of FinReggie, you have access to what the bank is doing. And it makes it much easier to audit in terms of what is required versus what is being done. Another thing within itself, FinReggie offers one of the one of the reasons that we are bought into to financial institutions to have it is to have an auditable process around managing regulations and regulatory change. Whereas in a spreadsheet, you've got only whatever has been input uh, in the spreadsheet by a human by a human being. In FinReggie, it's us doing the inputting of all the data in a very unbiased way, and then it's the humans performing the actions against the data. And if something's unactioned, then it then it, there's a clear audit trail of something that's not been actioned versus something that has been actioned. I see. All right. Now, can you mention some of the success stories that you were able to pull off in the last few years? Ideally, success stories, right? Because if it were failures, we already know about them and they're in the papers. <laughs> yeah. So I think one of the biggest success story has been working for the UK government to develop a framework for machine learning and natural language processing in financial services regulation. We were we were given a grant from the UK innovation arm of the UK government to build this framework. We've been working with one of the best universities in the world, Imperial College, to build it. And some of our successes that we've got to date is from all the work that we have essentially been doing under this project. And it's a very competitive process to be able to get one of those grants. So it was it's something that is a huge success story for us in order to be able to have succeeded the really competitive criteria and passed it to be able to deliver the project that we've delivered. 
Great stuff. So what are your plans for the rest of the year? What is your ambition to grow further? So it's to continue to build our system out. We've got a very rich client base who has a lot of aspirations in terms of what Finregi can deliver for them. So working with them, as well as working with where we have identified gaps in terms of why our competitors are really slow in catching up with us in applying AI and machine learning, is to build out our platform and build out our offering further in terms of the functionality that and the and the the workflows that we provide in terms of managing regulatory compliance. Great stuff. So thank you so much. And my last question is, what would be the best way for people to reach out and what kind of people would you like to hear from most? Yep, we're happy to hear from anybody. While we are predominantly focused on financial services, we get we get requests from many different industries because what we do is agnostic of what industry or sector it is. It's regulatory compliance it exists in every single industry that's regulated out there. Anybody can reach out to us. We're very happy to have a chat and uh, very easy. You can reach out to me directly. There are so many different ways in which you can reach out to us and send us a message via our website, finregi.com, including my own personal number where they can talk to me directly. All right, great stuff. Get in touch with Rohin and Finregi. Good luck to you as well. Thanks very much, Rudy. Thank you for listening to Voice of Fintech podcast. If you haven't already, check out also voiceoffintech.com where you will find all the episodes and additional resources related to the podcast. You can also subscribe to Voice of Fintech on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or any other podcast app that you like. If you have any suggestions on the topics or guests or how to make this podcast better for you, please email us at info at Happy to hear from you. Thank you.